What up, my homies? Lisa Billu here, and homie, do I have a treat for you. All right, in this special, very special episode, we're diving into an incredibly inspiring and powerful journey of resilience and transformation with none other than the remarkable Kimberly Shannon Murphy. Now, if you don't know who Kimberly is, let me just say she's a woman who wears many hats. She's a survivor, an author, and hold your breath, an award-winning Hollywood stunt woman. Yes, my homie, she jumped out of buildings and hung from helicopters. But what truly sets her apart is her unyielding spirit to turn the most heartbreaking adversity into freaking hardcore strength so whether you're tuning in while you're sipping your morning coffee or during your evening wind down get ready for candid heart-to-heart chat from our instagram live together that will leave you inspired and completely and utterly empowered we touch on some very sensitive topics such as trauma that attracts trauma in adult relationships surviving sexual abuse and breaking generational trauma against all odds and eliminating societal judgment around sensitive issues. So let's dive into this episode of IG Live with my girl, Kimberly Shannon Murphy. And guys, if this episode has brought you value, please do subscribe, like, comment, share, do all the things to let me know that you really do dig this podcast and that together we are on a journey of impacting women. All right, without further ado, let's go. What up, everybody, euphoriac? Hi, what up? Hola. Um, hi, everyone. I love seeing you guys. Let me know where you're all calling from. So you seem fun. <laughs> Thank you. I hopefully am fun. In fact, my husband actually mocks me um, sweetly, but still mocks me because I I amuse myself. And sometimes I just walk around singing to myself or sometimes I say something and I just start laughing and I just amuse myself so uh tardy but still beautiful oh thank you homie um all right i'm just pouring my cuppa my cuppa decaf coffee guys i'm on decaf now um i've been having some like brain issues like some fogginess um and i'm not sure if it's my hormones so i'm just i'm so if you know me i very much want to optimize my um my confidence and then optimize my brain and optimize my energy so i'm always adapting my morning routine always oh someone's greek what up uh yes oh yeah it's going by too quickly i can't read greek that quickly um so anyway so i'm optimizing my health right now and so if you follow me on my stories i'm always doing things i've started cold plunging i've started doing a sauna and now i'm on decaf coffee i actually tried to cut coffee completely um and i realized i actually loved it as part of my morning routine and i'm such a fan of my morning routine that um yeah so now i'm on to decaf so we've got people from china um yasas we've got some greeks in the house and today guys i've got a special episode in fact special episode i'm so used to being on camera for my show so I want to hear from you guys, actually. I'm thinking about doing IG Lives every Thursday morning. Um, I really want to connect with you guys. I feel like this is such a great way for me to hear what you guys are, you know, going through, what things you need, um, and just really connecting. It's such a, like, it fills my heart so much that when I did it last week, or when was it, a couple of weeks ago, I had so much fun because, honestly, touching base with you guys is why exactly I do what I do, and knowing that what I'm doing is actually helping make a difference is my North Star, um, 
And so, yeah, so I'm looking to potentially do some IG lives more often. So let me know if you like that idea. And then today, I also want to bring on some homies of mine, either some friends that I know or people that I've had on my show that can really, really serve you guys. I want to make sure that you guys have the tools that you need in order to either address any issues that you're suffering from or any problems that you have. Um, I have a very, very clear North Star. And so to me, helping people actually make a change, not BS change, but actually make a change is that. And so, yeah, um, I got today, my girl Kimberly, if you guys haven't seen the episode that we just dropped on Women of Impact, oh, lives every Thursday morning. Yay, Susan. I like, it seems like Susan's down for that. Great. Um, So I got Kimberly on today. We just released an episode yesterday. And guys, my girl, Dr. Romany hit me up and she doesn't often hit me up. But she was like, you've got to meet this woman. You have to interview her. So I was like, all right, you pay attention when the people you admire um, give you suggestions. So I very much admire her. I looked into Kimberly's world and holy smokes, guys, this woman. So first of all, she's just a freaking badass. She's a stunt woman who jumps out of like helicopters and like three-story buildings you just do a google search for her and like stunts and she like stunts for Cameron Diaz so on this I was like holy shit this woman's a freaking badass like did she how did she grow up like is she kung fu fighting and her story the book that she wrote oh guys it moved me so much I said I absolutely have to have her on my show what she stands for what her book stands for I'm just going to say this now in case you're in a car with kids um, or in case this isn't a discussion that maybe you guys, you know, can it may trigger you. So I want to warn you ahead of time. But her story is just insane. And I've asked her to come and join me today just for, you know, a good 20 minutes to come and ask, answer some questions. But her story from having trauma as such a young child and how that um, impacted her as an adult, to me, was a great reflection of how so many people are suffering right now with past trauma that they've had in their childhood that they haven't necessarily addressed. Now, guys, it's like one in three women have had some form of sexual abuse. I am, it is just by happenstance and thank the Lord that I haven't. And the fact that that is purely freaking happenstance means that to me, I must show up and help you women or people that have gone through this that weren't in, didn't have the luck. I mean, it is freaking pure luck of where you were born and who your parents are and who your grandparents are and the, the environment that you were born, born in. And to just sit there and go, well, I guess I got lucky doesn't sit well. So how do we actually create action? So today, uh, Kimberly, I think, I don't know if you're here. Let's see if you're here. Click that she's not here yet, but um, click the uh, camera button, homie, uh, so I can bring you up on video. So if anyone's watching right now, we just dropped an episode on YouTube yesterday. So guys, go check that out at YouTube slash Women of Impact. Um, but Kimberly, I so we hung out. We spent a long time together. I was re-watching our episode because I always like to kind of just see it as like a viewer as well. And I mean, you had me in tears. Your story is crazy. Um, And in our interview, there was one thing that I want to pull out that I thought maybe this could be a great place where we start with people watching right now. And guys, put in the comments if you've got any questions for Kimberly or for myself. We'll be answering them as we go. But I just want to kind of kick us off. So, Kimberly, you talk about you were married and you had um, you, you were in trauma. And you found a guy who was also in trauma and you guys together ended up having quite a traumatic uh, relationship. And in one, in the interview, you say 
um god i actually wrote it down but it's in my phone so i can't check it but you said um that when you're with someone who is very toxic over time you start to feel like you're going crazy that they make you feel like you're going crazy and until you had to do until you split and until you did the deep work you just felt like you were going crazy and so you were yes. in zoloft i believe right for I did. two years so if you don't mind talking to me about because there's so many people right now that i think have these traumatic experiences or, or, or with someone toxic if you don't mind explaining how you realized that actually you weren't crazy and that it was just two trauma people coming together and that was yes well i think we when we have trauma in our childhood i think we search that's what feels comfortable comfortable for us that's what our comfortable space feels like unfortunately so it's not that we're doing it consciously this is how I communicated my whole life. So I'm going to continue that in my relationship as an adult because that's all I know and that's what I'm comfortable with. And so that's pretty much what I did. And I think it's extremely common for people to do that. And then what does happen most of the time is then we wind up marrying that person. And then we, if we decide to have children, have children, and then the trauma just keeps passing down generation to generation instead of you know, healing ourselves and getting back to our authentic selves and being able to really look at things for what they are, which is thankfully what I was able to do to get to a place where I could be in a healthy marriage and be in a healthy relationship. Yeah. Yeah, God. And that the, the generational trauma wasn't something that I really was familiar with until I met Dr. Ramani and then obviously talking to you and then going back and then realizing how it stems from potentially your parenting or the experiences you've had with your grandparents and things like that. So if you don't mind sharing some um, a bit of your past, again, I'm trying yeah. to be very delicate because I, I so respect you and um, and how you want to handle telling your story um that i just yeah yeah how, how would you like to share your so story? my so book powerful. my goal with my book was that i i wrote this book for survivors and that is survivors of any sort of trauma not just sexual abuse that was my trauma but that's who i wrote this book for and so i was very careful in the way that i did it that it isn't a triggering book i didn't go into detail about what happened to me but you still get the gravity of what I went through without having to dig deep into, you know, you don't need to know all of the, the, you know, the details of it to know that it happened. It was bad. And, you know, I went through it and it started at a young age for me and went on until my grandfather passed away. That's who my abuser was when I was 11 and through, through my life and, I was always very open about my story and telling friends and telling other women in my life and then them saying to me, oh my God, the same thing happened to me. My uncle did this or my brother did this or my grandfather or my father. It, it was unbelievable to me how many women are actually abused in this way and how much more we need to speak about it because it's, I feel like incest is something that is very taboo in the sense of people are, there's a lot of fear around it. There's a lot of shame around it. People don't want to hurt someone in their family's feelings. And so they may not say certain things or be truthful to themselves. And so then the trauma just continues on. 
and we just keep passing it on until someone stands up and says, mm-hmm. okay, no, I'm going to really look at this for what it is. And we're going to do better for our children and do better for the next generation. And that's why I wrote my book and I wrote it for people to feel less alone, for people to feel like they're not crazy because when you are going through, um, you know, a lot of people have repressed memories. I had a lot of repressed memories. And when you're going through that, you can feel really crazy and really alone. And I did. And I always said that I wrote this book for my 15-year-old self because if I would have had a tool like this when I was 15 going through all of that, I would have felt like, oh my gosh, here's a woman and she has been through something similar and she got through it. And not only did she get through it, but then she was able to have a healthy marriage and you know a child and a career and all these things, which when you're kind of taken over by it, it feels impossible to get out. I'm going to be utterly honest. There is little more damaging to your confidence than feeling weak and helpless and just struggling to get the care that you actually need from your doctor. And trust me, guys, I unfortunately speak from experience because when I was struggling with crippling, crippling gut issues about nine years ago now, it took me years, years to find a doctor that not only could I connect with, but a doctor that actually would listen, wouldn't gaslight me and actually take my words and my experience as truth so that they could actually eventually help me heal and not just to give me another freaking pill and then push me out the door. But now, my homie, you don't have to struggle to find the right doctor for you anymore. And that's thanks to ZocDoc. ZocDoc is an absolutely free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and then instantly book appointments with them online. And with ZocDoc, you can actually filter by insurance, location and specialities to find the perfect fit for you, not for your friend, not for anyone else, but for you. Plus, on top of that, you can actually go and read verified reviews from real patients to find the doctor that you can actually trust. And typically, wait times for booking an appointment are days, not weeks. Because let's face it, when you're sick, you need to see someone right now. So my homie, do not, I repeat, do not neglect your health. Instead, go over to ZocDoc dot com slash lisa and download the zocdoc app for absolutely free then find and book a top rated doctor today that's zocdoc z-o-c-d-o-c dot com slash lisa zocdoc dot com slash lisa god thank you girl i so appreciate that and that's exactly how i felt when reading the book where it was like it was very empowering and it's very difficult to talk about such a freaking heart-wrenching story as yours and it be empowering and so that's why i you know just absolutely freaking adore you and i think everyone needs to be reading your book because to your point like i had i had no idea because i hadn't experienced it myself i had no idea that many women suffered from it until I started getting older and almost every female I spoke to had some form of story I'm like freaking getting the chills I'm like fuck I'm sorry I don't mean to swear but like god damn girl it was just I, I don't know if you heard me when I first started this IG but I was like it was just happenstance that I was born and I didn't have that experience but the amount of women that do and carry that with them and then even doing the interview I know someone very close to me who is 
had this, this similar situation where it's someone in their family. And to think through how they get over that or how they get through it. I wasn't born in a generation where you just went to therapy. I was born in the generation where it's like, you just deal with it. And I was texting you yesterday because I really freaking believe this girl. Like your book isn't just helping the people that are reading it and going to make the change, right? You even said it, it's the generation. It's the generations that it starts to stack. So thinking through and people need to go buy your book. But your mom had the same thing with your grandfather and she didn't change to the point where you were brought up in the same house with a person that did that to your mum, and your mum still denies it. I, I don't necessarily, you know, I, I don't want to like speak for your mum or speak for you, but like to think through the generations of how that passed down to you. And God, like if your mum had this book, would that have happened, right? And so thinking about how many people's lives you're saving, not just in the book, but in then the person reading the book, their kids yep. and their kids and their kids. So your honesty and transparency on talking about something so difficult is just, I, I just need to keep honoring you. And um, in our interview, we talk about like how you had to overcome the shame, how you had to overcome all the, the triggers. And so also I'd actually like right now, in fact, guys, if you've got any questions, drop them in the comments or in the question box. I'm going to try and pull them up. Um, so yeah, let us know what questions you have for Kimberly. I want to make sure that we get uh, some questions answered. But um, so the trigger thing was really like uh, important, I think, for, for us to discuss. And if you don't mind sharing um, one of the triggers. So for instance, I think, in fact, let me back up. When you're trying to make a change in your life, there are certain things that can derail us. And a big thing is when we get triggered unexpectedly. In situations where you go back to maybe how you felt when you were a kid and you're like, well, see, here I am again. I've done all this therapy. I've done all this work and I still get triggered by a smell. And that can really derail you. But you really have concrete um, ways, actually, of dealing with your triggers. And so if you don't mind taking us through, actually, um, I was going to go with the old spy story. But actually, if you don't mind talking about the breastfeeding trigger, um, because A, it was one that it wouldn't have even considered. So how many people are carrying triggers they don't realize are triggers and then how you worked through it so that you didn't well the breastfeeding thing for me when I had my daughter was something that I didn't even realize was a thing but when I started breastfeeding her I started having a lot of flashbacks and and of my abuse and I was like what is happening here like this is insane and I was so frustrated and and it was so disappointing to me because I felt like I had gotten to this place and you know now I have my baby and everything's gonna be wonderful and so oh they're asking about, about psychedelic therapy yes I will talk about that um so it is actually a sensory thing and of course I'm on google going like breastfeeding and sexual abuse and it actually happens to many women that have been abused and so when I would feed her I would have flashbacks and so I could feel her Like I could feel, I would get anxious and then I could feel her anxiousness. And so I decided to just start pumping because I was like, I still want her to have my milk, but I don't want to do this to her because I do now that we have so much science behind like trauma and the body and how we store it, that I didn't want her to be two months old and already be feeling my trauma. And so I just started Um, pumping and I would do it in front of the mirror with my weights and do my arms while I was doing it. And 
I did that for about six months and I still got the flashbacks. It wasn't like that went away, but then at least I wasn't putting it on her and I wasn't making her feel anxious or I wasn't giving off this vibe of that, you know, cause I, you, I could just see it in her face. Like instantly, as soon as I started feeling it, I looked down at her and she would get all uncomfortable and start crying. And, and so, you know, it's something that it's a dialogue that we really need to, to talk about more because it's so hidden in families and it's so swept under the carpet in families that people are so afraid to, to talk about it and speak about it. And through writing the book, I understand why, because, you know, you, especially if you come from a big family, it's like, I want to make sure that mom's okay and dad's okay. And that, you know, and so by the time you wind up doing that, you, you know, you're exhausted and you're just like, forget it. I don't even want to talk about it. Let's just move on. But unfortunately it doesn't work that way. As we know, in no matter what you've been through in your life, your, your past becomes your future if you don't heal and you don't get to a place where you're being really authentic with yourself. And speaking to the question about psychedelic therapy, I started doing that about a year ago. And for me, because I have like capital T trauma, as they call it, um, I did talk therapy for a really long time, which was extremely helpful. And I had a great therapist, but it wasn't enough. And I really needed to dig deeper. And so the psychedelic therapy sort of takes away your fight or flight and really helps you in, you know, kind of embrace your story and, and see it from a compassionate, loving space instead of a judgment, anger space. And I found that to be really helpful for me. Oh, my God. So I just want to break down a few things that you said, girl, because it's so powerful. In that situation, especially being a mother, I know how many people have that. That's so why I don't have kids. But how many people have the judgment of, well, if I don't breastfeed, I'm not a good mother. And just I already know so many women that just can't breastfeed and they beat themselves up and the shame over just the fact that their, yeah. their boobs won't actually produce milk. Right. Like, so the shame already for women uh, as being mothers already exists. Now pile on the fact that you feel like you're giving your child actual trauma, add that to the mix. Now, what I find incredible, though, is that you didn't fight through it. You didn't think, like, we'll suck it up. You know, you, you can't be doing this to your child. She needs to be breastfed. And so you're just going to have to keep doing it. And, you know, how do I serve my child? The, the, the fact that you process the, the what was happening the fact that you didn't hold on to the shame the fact that you and maybe you did at the time i don't know but in hindsight it feels beautiful the fact that you just kept moving forward and finding another solution and then the fact that you're looking in the mirror like, <laughs> let me just pause here you're looking in the freaking mirror right like because i'm going to give a world where this is me and i'm crying as i'm doing like i can really feel that so much from you girl where i would be in tears as I'm breastfeeding, telling myself that I'm not a good mother, that I can't even breastfeed my child, right? That this trauma that's happened to me, like it's just never ending. Like I, I can see myself doing that very much. But you, homie, were in the freaking mirror and you're weightlifting and you're doing these curls. And I believe yeah. you were saying like, he's not gonna yeah. win. I, Is that right? I felt like, that. like there had been so many things throughout my life that had happened, setbacks that had happened because of triggers because of memories because of things and so because i had gotten to a place where i had done enough work 
to where I could be in that space. And I was like, no, this is, you're not going to take this from me. And I'm going to figure out a way to make this happen. And, and like you said, there is, it's so, there is so much shame around the whole breastfeeding thing for women. And, you know, like you said, some women just can't, they just don't produce the milk and it's just, and I feel like we have to get to a place in society where we just find more compassion in our heart for people because we have no idea what they're going through or what they've been through in their life. And maybe like their trauma, maybe breastfeeding for them is just too much, like emotionally, maybe in order to raise their child, it's not something that they can actually physically do. Like I wasn't breastfed. None of my sisters were breastfed. Um, You know, I just think that, that, you know, the judgment of that needs to go away and everybody needs to accept that everyone does what they need to do for themselves. And that means something different for everybody. Yeah. God. Oh my God. I respect you and just, this was a really hard subject for me. And I think it was because again, there's so many different parts you could have taken in your life. Like so many, different parts and I think it was your therapist right with your first one of your first therapists that you went to and you tell them your story and I believe they turned around to you and said I don't have the quote handy but it was like oh honey you should just be happy that you're not you know shooting heroin and a stripper like your therapist said that to you so when people go oh well, if I'm really suffering, how do I actually help myself? And as I go to a therapist, obviously I think therapy is amazing. So I definitely don't want to be dissing therapy, but finding the right therapist is so freaking important. And in that situation where you are already just struggling and you have someone that basically dismisses your life, right? That dismisses your trauma. You could have gone back to, well, see, this is why I shouldn't, I should do X, Y, and Z, but you, you, pivoted your life you 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 said it was like a daily work even yes. today right you you work on yourself daily and so the fact that you're sharing the story the fact that you wrote a book about it the fact that even in your book that you have tactics and tips of how you dealt with those situations um is just so admiring yes. i'm not sure what word to use there um admirable um that People need to get your book. People need to go follow you. People need to hear your story more. And if, like, again, I've said, I haven't even been in that situation. And yet there's so many women that I know need to read your freaking book, homie. And so anyone here that's watching or listening or has watched our episode, guys, I see people asking more and more questions. Like, honestly, we did a whole episode. Go watch it on YouTube or on, uh, on download on podcast where you share so much of this. And then also go get a book if you don't mind grabbing one of your books behind um i didn't have a second i wanted to grab it i didn't have a second to grab mine but guys honestly go get this woman's book if it's not for you for someone in your life because that's the truth girl like that's why it's just like even if someone watching hasn't been through it the fact guaranteed they know someone guaranteed sadly so how the frick do we actually break this it's by people like you being so brave Guys, if you're watching, I want everyone to heart this right now because I'm, I, I don't know if I can heart it while I'm, while I'm live, but like how many people admire your story and the generations that you're saving by this book, 
Thank you, thank you. Where can people go to find you, your story, thank you your so book, much. and everything um, you're It's doing? Glimmer, and you can get it on Amazon. It's the easiest way, as we all know, to do all the things these days. And um, I, by the way, I do mostly Instagram, and I've gotten so many messages about how this has changed people's lives and thanking me. So I just, I check my messages. I answer all of them. I truly do. And it's me answering them. Um, this is something that is really important mm-hmm. to me. And I did this for, to help people like me and I didn't do it for any other reason. So if you, if you read the book and you want to send me a message and ask me a question, I will write you back and, and I will have a conversation with you. <laughs> And then just to add, like, because this is really important, the amount of pushback you've had about this book. Guys, yeah. just imagine, right, the, your family. Like, everyone's going to be, like, sh- the shame that we all carry it with us. Like, we were just speaking about it earlier. And the fact that you still said, I have to write this book. Like, the fact that you were, and I'm not going to say okay, but the fact that you didn't let it stop you, the fact that your family didn't want you to write the book, like, again, I have tremendous empathy for them and the process they need, and I can only try to understand. Oh, I don't know. I went, yes, yes, yes. Sorry. It went, I can, yes. You can hear me? Okay. No, you can, okay, perfect. Um, so the fact that you, your courage and your bravery to even go against your family because you knew this book had to be written, like everyone's just hearting, like that freaking bravery alone, like that's why people need to uh, follow you, need to you know, read more about you, go into your world more because you didn't stop at the hard thing. You, it, it would have been yes, easier for you to been. write the book. But not for my daughter. And not for all of my nieces and nephews that eventually will get to an age where this will be something that they will look to for answers. And I can say that I did it and that it will be a tool for them to understand our family better. And I wish that I had that. So Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a gift and I'm grateful that I was able to, to do it and put it out into the world. So Thank you, girl. Thank you for joining me here. Thank you for joining me on the show, Women of Impact. Guys, if you want to know more about her, go check out her book, go check out her, and then also go check out my interview with her. Um, It was probably one of the most um, heartfelt episodes I've ever, ever done in the entire four years of the show. Um, And so, again, thank you for joining me and being such a thank you. Back at you. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Much love, my mommy. Okay, bye. It was my pleasure, girl. All right, guys. Bye. All right, guys. So I um, I said earlier that I actually do plan to go live more often with you guys. I'll probably, I'm going to try and do it. I've actually got it scheduled now to do it. Oh, bye, Kimberly. I actually got it scheduled now to do it every Thursday morning. Um, so it'll be around at nine o'clock. Sometimes it may change depending on shoots and things like that. So don't hold me to it. Um, but I'm going to be hopefully keep posting and keep coming on here live with you guys. Let me know who you want me else you want me to bring on. I'll, um, I want to hit up some of my friends, some of my homies to come and join me and just answer some questions. I also just want to answer your questions, hear what you guys are uh, struggling with. And then also, do you got any ideas or advice of who you want to come and see on my show? That's the other thing. Like, who do you want to come and see on Women of Impact? Who do you want me to invite? 
on. And please don't say someone like Oprah, because trust me, I'm going after Oprah. That is a, I, it's so funny when I asked that question, I was like, oh my God, Lisa, you should have Oprah on or Michelle Obama on. Yes. Yes, I know. Um, and so, yeah. So let me know who else you want me to bring on. Um, again, massive shout out to Kimberly and who she, what she stands for and her book. Guys, go, go check it out. And guys, I've got a meeting now that I'm already three minutes late to. So I'm going to have to say peace out. But until next time, next week, 